You're listening to the Quince podcast. Hit by communal violence just days earlier on 16th April, Delhi's Jahangirpuri on 28th April saw seven bulldozers roll into the neighborhood accompanied by heavy police deployments as the BJP-led North Delhi Municipal Corporation razed parts of shops, carts, tin sheds, homes and the gates of a mosque. The demolition which started at 10 a.m. went on for over an hour till 12:15 p.m. despite the Supreme Court's directions at 11 a.m. that the status quo be maintained. In taking notice of the disregard of its order, an apex court bench of justices Ellen Rao and B.R. Gavai heard a clutch of petitions on 21st April where it extended its status quo order for two more weeks and said that it would quote unquote take a serious view of all the demolitions that took place after the court's decision was communicated to the mayor. The demolition drive has left behind a trail of despair in Jahangirpuri due to the lack of due process followed by the NDMC with many vendors and shopkeepers asserting that they were not given any notice of the demolition drive and more so were not even given a chance to move their carts and stalls. So in today's episode we take a look back at what happened in Jahangirpuri on 20th April and the impact of the demolitions through the Queen's ground reports and also take a look at the arguments made in the Supreme Court with the Queen's legal editor Vakasha Sadev. You're tuned in to the Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you, and I'm your host, Emmat. Thirty-year-old Rokia, who used to run a Sikh kebab shop in Jahangirpuri, lost her only source of livelihood after her cart was razed by bulldozers. Ten minutes after her shop was demolished, the Supreme Court issued the stay order. Speaking to the Quint, she said that she pleaded with the police to let her take her cart, but the police denied her request, stating that "quote unquote whatever is lying outside will be broken." I am selling money from money. What is your business? Sikh kebab's shop. Okay. And when did you get it? Today, today. सुप्रीम कोर्ट के ऑर्डर आने से दस मिनट पहले ही तोड़ा हाँ उसके बाद ही ऑर्डर आया और आपको पता कब चला? मैं सो के उठ के आई कह रहा कि कवाड़ा बवाड़ा ले जाएंगे तो जब मैं आके रेडी के पास खड़ी हुई थी दूसरा जब रेडी तोड़ा तो मैंने पुलिस वालों को बोला अंकल मुझे अंदर रेडी ले जाने दो कह रहे नहीं जो है टूटेगा जो बाहर है टूटेगा सारा तो तोड़ दिया उन्होंने फिर आपने रोकने की कोशिश किया हाँ मैंने रोकने की पुलिस वाले आगे जाने नहीं दे रहे थे तो रोकने की तो बहुत ही कोशिश करी फिर भी नहीं रुके वो तोड़ ही दिया Another resident named Rihana told the Queen that she spent rupees eighty thousand on her puri sabji cart, which she used to run every day from six a.m. to one p.m. Like Rokia, she too wasn't allowed to save her cart from being demolished. Order किया जब सारे तोड़-फोड़ हो गए हमें पता नहीं था तो हम ready हटा नहीं पाया जब हमें पता चला तो नौ बजे हम पुलिस वाला को बोला जो सर हमें जाने दो हमारा रेडी है हम हटा लेंगे वही हमारा रोजी रोटी है हमारा आदमी बीमार रहता है जो हम रेडी हटा के बच्चा को लेके दुकान लगाता हूँ हमें हटाने दो तो सर बोल रहा जो नहीं हम नहीं जाने देंगे हमारा से बड़ा बड़ा ऑफिसर है और हम जाने देंगे तो हमारा नकरी का सवाल है हमारा नकरी चला जाएगा बोले हटाने नहीं दिया उसका बाद बल्लेजार मंगाया सारे उधर से तोड़फोड़ करा इधर आके इधर से हमारा गाड़ी भी तोड़ दिया हमारा गाड़ी भी वहाँ पे पड़ा है अभी तक Dilip Saxena who used to run a juice shop named Delhi's Fruit Juice and Sugar King Juice said that he had a license for his shop and even paid house tax for it showing his license papers to the quince reporter Samad Grover Mr Saxena said that he has incurred a loss of rupees 7 to 8 lakhs because of the demolition Mera naam Dilip Saxena hai aur meri dukaan yahan pe Delhi Fruit Juice and Sugar Cane Juice ke naam se thi jiska mere paas MCD ka license bhi tha MCD ko house tax bhi deta hu main aur meri DDA se allotment hai ye DDA JJ Salam se 
ये मेरे पास पर्चियाँ हैं ये सारी पर्चियाँ हैं मेरे पास डी की ये सारे पेपर हैं मेरे नाम की रजिस्ट्री है रजिस्ट्री मैंने करा रखी है जिनके नाम थी और ये दुकान जो है ये मैं हाउस टैक्स भी देता हूँ इसका ये हाउस टैक्स की रसीद है ये जीवन कुशल सिनेमा ये मेरे नाम की रसीद है तो सर ये कितने बजे कितने बजे आपको पता चला कि ये तो जब इन्होंने तोड़ दिया तो पुलिस हमें अंदर नहीं घुसने दे रही ये कोई दस बजे के आस की बात है ये जो है जब कार्रवाई की है इन्होंने और ये तो ऐसे कार्रवाई की है कि जैसे दो ही दुकानों को टारगेट किया गया है जो अलोटेड है मैं जोगी जी से मोदी जी से ये अपील करूंगा कि जो अनुथराइज है वो तोड़ी जाए ऑथराइज थोड़ी तोड़ी जाए नाउ वॉट इज कॉमन इन ऑल दिनेटल डिस्क्रिप्शन about the demolition and this led to a group of senior advocates including Dushan Dave Kapil Sibal and Sanjay Hegde mentioning the matter before the apex court on 21st April this lack of notice as claimed by the residents of Jahangirpuri is important because it flies straight in the face of the MCD's practice before demolishing encroachments there's also legal precedent here the Delhi Municipal Corporation Act of 1957 states that the civic body needs to give at least 5 days notice to a person who has carried out the alleged illegal construction during this time the person can be asked to make alterations failing which the corporation has the power to demolish or seal the unauthorized structure senior advocate dave argued that the demolition drive was quote unquote completely unconstitutional and illegal and that no notice had been given to the residents vakasha sasdev the queen's legal editor takes us through the arguments made in the court today so the main issue over the civic body's action in jangipuri is about the process which has to be followed now the delhi Municipal Corporation Act of 1957 has some uh, detailed provisions on the way demolitions uh, and of you know encroachments uh, are supposed to take place. It also has detailed provisions on regularization. So it, the, the the hearings began with Senior Advocate Dushan Dave, who was representing the Jamiat uh, Ulamai, and he actually um, was pointing out that most of these encroachments, supposed encroachments, had been in place for over 30 years. as a result of which they should be uh, regularized uh, under the the municipal corporation act uh, provisions on regularization uh, uh, he after that when he he returned to the issue of encroachment he talked about how um, you know these people had not been given a chance to be heard which there has to be a right to do that challenge any uh, allegation of of encroachment and there's even an appellate process which it seems was not followed so these were all the points which were raised by them uh, during the ca- case um at the same time of course solicitor general tushar mehta defended the uh, ndmc according to him there was uh, sufficient uh, notice given he pointed out that some of this uh, the, the 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 work on encroachments and like some of the uh, attempts to demolish uh, buildings it began in, in in january this year then there had been uh, further attempts in february he talked about the fahi claim that you, that you know some of these jahangirpuri uh, commercial establishments had even filed uh, uh, paperwork in the delhi high court where they had acknowledged that they had received notice um this was contested by the uh, by the uh, you know the the the, the, the juice shop seller ganesh gupta who uh you might have seen images of him in the news uh, during the encroachment drive as it was happening on wednesday when they were trying to demolish his shop he said that this was absolutely not true that notice had not been actually sent and he claimed he would be able to have documents to prove that his uh, that his building was actually uh, a legal construction so essentially 
the the key issue is going to come down to whether or not notice adequate notice was actually sent whether an opportunity was given to these uh, people uh, you know whose properties are claimed to be in illegal encroachments to contest the ndmc's claims whether they'd been given an adequate right to be heard and even whether the appellate process under the delhi municipal corporation act had been followed which they which is also which the judges had pointed out that there is an appellate process as supposed to be uh, a further period of time given before uh, the uh, order of it of, of illegal encroachment becomes final so that's something which uh, the court will have to see they've asked for detailed affidavits and counter affidavits to be filed over the next two weeks before their next hearing so it will be seen now whether or not this uh, it will be interesting to see whether the ndmc can show that they actually sent relevant documentation uh, for all the processes under the uh, municipal corporation act and um, if they are able to that obviously then they, they then their actions will be uh, bona fide but if not then that's a huge problem for them when it comes to legality according to vakasha if the actual process of sending a notice has not been followed it also violates an individual's rights under article 14 and 16 of the indian constitution now if the actual process for uh, demolition of encroachments uh, you know encroachments does not has not been followed then there are some serious violations which could take place right first off you're talking you know, there's there's a potential violation of article 14 which is the you know equality before law that's one of the reasons why it was also pointed out that there are around 731 uh, different unauthorized uh, you know colonies and encroachments across delhi uh, i think the ministry of uh, home affairs uh, had in 2019 released a list of around 69 of these which include you know a lot of upper upper class posh neighborhoods like scenic farms uh, golf links also supposedly has a number of uh, encroachments dushan dave who lives there he said that you know every second house there has an authorized construction you know what would you doing about those so um, the fact that you know action is only being taken against one neighborhood without following the process would show that you know there's uh, that you're not having equality before the law which becomes a violation of article 14 um there is also the fact that if the process is not followed there's a clear violation of article 21 now the the right to life and personal liberty over the years you know is something which has been talked about by the supreme court they've expanded the jurisprudence on this in a lot of ways uh, the right to have a home is something which very much falls within this uh, there was the supreme court's olga telly's judgment which talked about you know, the right to shelter all these sort of things are there under article 21 now this is again it's not obviously an absolute right because obviously if there are illegal buildings there are unauthorized constructions then you know these can be removed in your right to a home cannot supersede that right but then that has to but if it's you're going to be deprived of your right it has to be in accordance with a procedure established by law and if the procedure has not been followed in this case giving them the right to be heard allowing uh, you know the, the the people to actually contest these claims about illegal encroachment allowing them to access the appellate process if, if these procedures have not been followed then again it means that uh, article 21 has been violated so that even though it may be allowed even though it's a reasonable restriction to say that okay illegal encroachments uh, can be demolished can be destroyed if you've not followed the adequate process for it you've not done the right notice procedure then uh, you know that gets uh, struck down by the courts um 
you know, I mean, this is something which the uh, central government, which, you know, the, the, the Tushar Mehta, the Solicitor General, uh, uh, coming here on behalf of the, um, coming here on behalf of the, uh, uh, the, 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 the authorities is strongly contested, given that there is a, you know, the one of the petitions which is being heard along with all of this is also challenging these kind of activities taking place across the country. Uh, which even mentioned what happened in Kargone in Madhya Pradesh. Uh, you know, the, the, the Solicitor General strongly contested that as well, saying, no, no, even their notices were sent, every procedure, every process was followed. There is, it's, it's quite easy to show whether this was done or not. So the paperwork, which is going to be filed over the next two weeks, will show that. If it turns out that there has been a failure to follow the exact process, then that spells a serious problem for the authorities. And it'll start with Jahangipuri, it could then go up to the other uh, areas across the country as well if the court decides to, to you know fully take up that petition and um once they pass an order about um once they pass an order about the Jahangipuri situation then that could also uh, become an issue in other parts of the country as well it could become a precedent for, for them which is something they have to worry about while arguments were being made in the apex court, the demolition issue also turned into a political slugfest, with opposition parties criticizing the anti-encroachment drive carried by the BJP-controlled North MCD. However, what has been a striking feature in all the rhetoric regarding the demolition is the eerie absence of the Aam Aadmi Party government in Jahangirpuri. Since the communal violence took place on 16th April, no AAP minister or legislator had visited Jahangirpuri till 21st April. Though the party supremo and Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal has condemned the issue on Twitter, none of the party's popular faces like Manisha Sodia, Raghav Chadda or Delhi MLA Atishri has visited the demolition site. And this was a frequent point brought up by the Congress delegation which visited the site on 21st April. Led by Congress General Secretary Ajay Makan and Delhi Congress Chief Anil Chaudhary, the delegation reached the site of the demolition to meet the affected families, which was cordoned off by security forces with traffic movement restricted into the heavily barricaded area. And hours after the Congress delegation questioned the absence of AAP leaders or the area's MLA on the ground, Amadmi Party's Burari MLA Sanjeev Jha visited the spot. On being asked why he had come late and not on Thursday when the demolition drive took place, Jha said that, quote-unquote, I have been in touch with the people on phone. We have also appealed for peace. On being asked about Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal's absence, Jha claimed that the issue has been raised by Kejriwal with Home Minister Amit Shah. The Queen's reporters Ishwar Gole and Samant Grover have extensively covered this demolition from the ground and you can find the reports on the Quint's website. For more updates on this story, stay tuned to the Quint. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to The Big Story for episodic updates. We're available on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSavan and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quint website and for any feedback, please shoot an email to podcast at thequint.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quint's website and check out our other podcasts.